Hello. Hi. Hello, hello. We have a very special episode, a very special guest. I know I say this every episode, but sue me because it's true. I only have the best. And I've been doing some thinking lately. Maybe some of my guests haven't been the best, but that's okay because today's guest really, really is the best. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's my show at me if you have a question about that. Because you know what? I am open. I am honest. And I will have that conversation with you about why I just said what I said. I don't know. It could just be I'm having a bad day. Maybe there's snow outside and I don't like the snow. Why I said that, I'm not sure. But you know what? I said what I said. And maybe what I said was some bullshit. Unclear. But what is clear is my guest today is the best. I have known this man. Okay, right there. Keyword right there. I've known this man. And you guys know I'm not really a fan of men. Um, <laughs> I have known this man. I've No, I've had the pleasure, the honor. No, nay, I've had the blessing. I have been blessed to know this man here for the last seven years. And seven years being my favorite song on the Charlie XCX album, How I'm Feeling Now, her first ever pandemic album. I don't think she was alive for the last pandemic, but (laughs) for this one, in this pandemic, her pandemic album, Seven Years, I have known this man for seven years, and the sentiments in that song mirror exactly the sentiments I have for today's guest. And I know you guys are saying, Samaj, come on, let's go, let's go, let's... (laughs) Speed it up here. So I have a distinct honor and pleasure of bringing you our first ever, the Me I Am Canceled Podcast, Me I Am Network's first ever live podcast guest. Okay. And I wouldn't want to do this with anyone else. Not this little girl right here. I have. <laughs> I. <laughs> This is the longest intro ever. I hope I hope y'all dragging for this because this is out of control. But you know what? I just can't put into words my love. Amazing showstopping <laughs> challenge. Never been done before. Never been bus done. club tour. Another <laughs> never one. Another train bus. <laughs> I have my friend. Will be your friend. Not everybody's friend. He's not for everybody, but he's no, definitely for me. Definitely not everyone. I'm, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I want you. To. I think, just keep going. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I have my friend Alex. Hi. Hello. Hello. Thank you for that beautifully simple intro. <laughs> uh, I love you. I. I love you. That that that's it. End tweet. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. This is a great episode. I love you all. Thank you for having me here. Very excited to be here. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. You have You're the outline. <laughs> Wait, what? Do you have the outline? I do not have the outline. Should I have the outline? You just pulled up with your phone. Okay. The one I emailed you this morning. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is going to be hopefully the most chaotic recording. Hopefully this will rival season one's finale. Because that was some chaos, but guys, today, like, we're going there. We're <laughs> going there. Um, can I just take a little peek? I should edit all this out, but maybe I'll keep it in. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to hold on to this here. Okay. So my guest today, <laughs> let me try and start the show. My guest, <laughs> oh, I'm being so unprofessional. <laughs> So guys, I have my friend here, Alex, and I've known Alex for seven years, as I said now for the fifth time. I'm so excited. I'm talking so fast. I'm like, ooh, 
Sorry, Casey. This is going to be a shit show to edit. Um, shout out to my producer, Casey. Hi. Shout <laughs> out, Casey. We love him. Casey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. So, Alex, can you tell the girls back home about yourself? Yes, I am Alex. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Short and sweet and to the point. Okay. Okay. Um, our history together. So, basically, like, I just met you tagging along with our friend Megan at the time. Hi, Megs. Hi. Hello, Megan. Hope you're doing well. Um, literally, like, Smosh, Megan, and I would literally just get into the best kind of trouble we ever could possibly find. Like, we... I just... I was too young at the time to be doing the things that I was you probably are. doing. You are! Like, forget, <laughs> I forget you're a baby. You were actually young. Like, uh, just the things we were doing and just what we got ourselves into. We were having good, clean American fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I have PG-13. Alex... NC seventeen. Um, <laughs> there we go. So I have Alex here today, guys, because we are going to recap a movie I've not seen in a long time, but still holds up and holds up really, really well in many areas, more than one. And I thought of people to recap this with two others, so I might actually just do it again because it's that good of a movie. Like once you hear the title, once you see what we're doing here, you'll realize you can recap this with anybody, anyone with a brain. Um, so. Before we get to the movie, tell me, what are some of your favorite movies? My favorite movies. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. We are talking. Okay. I, there you go. Like, <laughs> I, this is going to be hard because, like, is it? There's some directors that, like, I know a lot of people over the few years. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Tim Burton. You know. Like, love. Love Tim Burton's art direction, like Beetlejuice, Batman Nightmare Returns, Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas, like literally Edward Scissorhands. So like, are good. Sweeney Todd. Core, literally core movies for me. Like fucking those movies are like form therapy for me. Like, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just always really enjoyed like the kind of, I just really like those like those darker like sided like films. Like, that Kava water's like, good. Yeah. Kava, they have best fucking sodas. Like yes. literally, I will stand that place until I am fucking till the dirt, the baby. Ground. Till the dirt. Till the dirt, baby. Till the motherfucking dirt. Um, and then other movies. I cheesily. I really like the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movies. Okay. Like, fuck, fuck Chris Evans. Chris Where, Pratt. We'll, we'll, Chris is Pratt. it Chris Pratt? It's Pratt. Yes. No, we love Chris to merge him up. We, we love. <laughs> no, we love Chris Evans because yes. he's um. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, thank you, thank yes. you, thank you, Christopher Jamal Evans. Yes, talk about Mr. Him. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Yes. Pratt. We just... see what I did there. Uh, yeah, no, Pratt, Pratt. We don't want. Yeah, we don't. We want don't him. want want Pratt. But Pratt. the original Jurassic Park movies always love those because I fucking love dinosaurs. Um, also, also love cult classics like. Like I see that. I'm starting. I'm starting. Like she's starting. Um. Oh, what are other like really good? Movies? I heard you like the Batman movies. Yeah, like all the Batman movies. Uh, but like, I want to the mo- ones I really favor are like the '90s ones, like okay. that were like more campy a little bit. Because so like Uma, Arnold, Michelle, exactly Michelle. Um, fuck, I can't believe I still can't get over Arnold Schwarzenegger over 
the fucking Doctor Freeze. Like that was one of the Iconic. weirdest, most campy. So bad role. it's good. Hi, so Ryan. bad it's fucking. Shout out good. to Ryan Bailey. So bad it's good. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Um, yeah. The also, I just have a. This is like some tea here. I Ooh. like. I have a soft spot for like ro- some romantic comedies. Like I will, there will just be like some like stupid cheesy like fucking like I'm talking about like never been kissed like fucking like ten things I hate about you like those nineties those movies you know you the ones like the cult classic like Y2K early nineties like yes cult movies like there's just some I I I can't explain it there's just something in my soft little mushy heart mm-hmm. that just. I just have to like watch those things just to like feel something sometimes, you know? (laughs) Speaking of feel something, let's feel a break. Let's take a break. Okay, we're back from that quick little break. I had an issue, as I always do. Yo, yo, Um, bitch. (laughs) Little bitch. Um, So, yes, back to this show here. Um, So, what is your relationship to movies, just in general? Are are you a movie watcher? Do you like movies? Are you more of the TV girl? I am diehard movie person. Like, any fucking day tv shows for me i i just can't really focus on a lot of them it's just like it's like the whole like breaking it up just like drawing it out like there's just something where it's just like i really just like movies where i can just like kind of like sit through it just like it it's just enough like the one and done exactly like enough time for me like it doesn't like draw out for me like i don't gotta wait a whole fucking year to like know what's going on like and then you know it's like some tv shows they just be doing that shit to me and i just don't like it so i just really prefer movies i um i just get i really just get inspired by like a lot of movies like i take i really take like a lot of like stylistic like choices and like of course like even music like i apply it towards like even lyrics or like my own personal music like i just i've always just taken from movies like it's yeah i'm like charlie does yeah yeah i really am like a movie person like through and through like i will pick a movie of i really just don't enjoy like a lot of tv shows like that's just fair yeah like i just get bored of them and even if i like think i'm enjoying a tv show i'll like (laughs) I'll, i'll pick it apart and like i yeah so movies any day except for euphoria which everyone loves I mean, like, uh, they they really got it. Like they <laughs> they I can't I really can't. And but like when it, they just really got it, they have something. They really have something like something special. Some of their shits like really yeah, stupid. Okay, let special. me let me fucking talk about this for yeah, a second because oh. some of this shit is just so oh. triggering. And I think that's the point is like they they really needed like a show like this to really show like the. Dark, side. dark sides of addiction, addiction and drug use because and also just like toxic relationships and narcissism because like every single character in that show is a horrible person like they're all they're, they're all horrible and they're all that, a villain okay yeah exactly like they're and that's just kind of how like normal life is like there really isn't like there really isn't like a good guy like yeah. everyone just has like and it's not even like everyone's really like a villain it's just like everyone just has like their own problems and they just kind of brush over shit a lot and i agree i think it and i think that's very like eye-opening to just like especially like kids today because like the whole fucking like fentanyl like running rampant and i know two people from my high school who died literally this is is the only show i have seen where they 
mention fentanyl and they literally like show it in that light. Wow. Like the, uh, that's, of course, I don't watch a lot of TV shows. No, you don't. So I'm not really like the best person. But really like not as like someone who's like experienced like a lot of people that have, I've lost to overdose and just yeah. like addiction. Um, Euphoria is like the really, it's really the like main one I've seen just like talk about addiction in that kind of light and just kind of like, they're able to just really to make it real exactly show every single side like Both. they literally they yeah. really took it like to show like the best prettiest most aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. aspects and then we'll literally just rip it down to just show wow. like how ugly and just like how real it that's amazing is. yeah because the rappers and the artists and musicians are exactly. like oh it they just make it sound like it's one fun night out yeah or, like you know one fun day of, like no, yeah, it's and it's not about dark. like the like cheating and the lying and like the hiding shit from your family. Not me then. calling out the rappers first. <laughs> <laughs> we're, I'm we're doing, to a good I'm doing this show to stop racism, not perpetuate it. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, rappers. Uh, but let's get back to the <laughs> let's get back to the matter at hand today. I mean, will we yes, ever will we ever second. actually get to the recap? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> so, first question. And uh, before you answer that question, uh, <laughs> have you seen this movie? I have. Okay. Are you familiar with this franchise? Love this franchise. Do you like this style of movie? Um, le- yes, actually. Like, genuinely love these style of movies. Like, oh, we'll talk more about it because, like, um, yes. especially like since they're remaking a classic. There a lot. There were a lot of aspects in the original. Yes, that they had to touch on, and it's a remake of a remake. Exactly. Like, and they, and I think they did well, a remake good remake of a remake of a remake. Uh, literally, literally, like um, so meta, so camp. yeah. But I think that I think they did a good job. I think it's it's a good movie. Shout out to but, Drew. Shout out to Lucy. Shout out to Cameron. Cameron. Bur- yeah. Fucking the late Bernie Mac. I don't know any of her Bosley. I don't know a white Bosley. I only know black Black Bosley. Thank you. Period. That should be the title of this episode. And then (laughs) I only know black Bosley. And then also, a side note, Mm because I thought of this earlier and I wanted to bring this up. Why is Matthew LeBlanc always playing an actor when he is an actor? All of his roles, he plays actors. He does. Like, (laughs) Like, he just has that typecast where, like, he's just playing like the, like, good-looking actor type. Like, that's that's his only typecast. And I would have, I <laughs> like, come on, I I mean, like, no Show some range, no no no, no, no shade. I love Matt. I love Matt LeBlanc. He like, looks great now. Salt and pepper. He gained some exact, weight. Good like, for him. Good for him. But got clean. Good for him. Get get some. I mean, I don't know if that's just like the. Hollywood just like typecasting him and just like literally only giving him those roles because I don't know. But you're not an actor. You're not. An right. I I don't. I'm not his manager. Mm-hmm. I I don't have his. You didn't book those roles exactly. <laughs> like so, just why is he always an actor? I don't know. But, but I like to hear. Let's let's get into the the movie. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. And if you haven't guessed already, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the movie today is. Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. <laughs> this cast is so star-studded. Sexy. Like literally 
uh, the main actors, I they that's like their prime in my opinion. Like they look Never so fucking incredible. Never better. Drew Barrymore as a redhead is everything. I of course I love her. I always kind of imagine her in my head as like the like ombre, like kind of like bleachy blonde, like kind of yeah. thing. But she was meant to be a redhead. I love her as a redhead. Just her and Dylan's attitude in the entire movie. Ugh, well. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So we open at a bar in Northern Mongolia. Yes. And we see it's a bar full of, I guess, like, you know, I guess, like, let's just say bad guys, military men, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever yeah, you yeah. want to call them. And they're, you know, and, and they're, they're, they're getting rowdy. There's a guy throwing, like, a flaming knife into a wall. It's just like, you know, Gamb- gambling, shooting the shit. You just and and you 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 just don't want to be there. Like unless like you know like you can handle yourself. This is not a place you want to find yourself in on a Friday night. And then we get to the gambling. We hear banging on a table, and the camera zooms into a red jacket. <laughs> to which we find out that red. Ja- Let me talk into the microphone. To which we find out that red jacket belongs to our very own Dylan Sanders, and um, they stop, and then she burps and takes a shot. And then we go down into the basement and we see she well first she escapes and swipes right. the keys off of the uh non suspecting guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh we go into the basement and first we see a crate, we see screws pop out, and out slides Lucy Liu, aka Alex. Yeah. Alex, yeah, yeah. yeah. So guys, throughout this movie, we will interchangeably go from the character name to the actor name, <laughs> whichever one feels right in the moment. And the first line of dialogue of this movie is Get off the babysitter. Daddy's home. <laughs> Which I love because we and our friend group, we all love Daddy's we home. all love when you call you daddy. Yeah. So it felt familiar right away. <laughs> um, and then we have, yeah, so then we have Dylan, aka Drew Barrymore, gambling with the men. And then and then the man asks her, What is an angel doing here from heaven? To which I'm she's no says, angel. I'm no angel. <laughs> Takes a shot, burps. And but, the, but also does shit like me where she wants to act cool. And she takes the shot, and then, like I saw in her face, she she wanted it. she wanted to throw up, like you taking a tequila shot, literally. Or she should take vodka, <laughs> anything besides that is in Jack Daniels. I'm just you're allergic. Gonna, I'm gonna vomit. I'm gonna vomit. You're allergic, and I think Dylan and I share that same little probably. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying you're a Dylan? I mean, I mean, with my beautiful blonde hair. <laughs> I could be Cameron Diaz, but <laughs> you could, you could for sure. Speaking of Cameron, as the bar erupts into uproar from her, from Dylan taking the shot, the this door been opened, yeah, and we have in a white fur coat puffed up, beautiful, yes, beautiful. The imagery in this movie is just so amazing. Yeah, cannot wait to get through all this, um, guys. I have six pages of notes here. Six pages in. of notes. I love this movie. So yes, she walks in and says. Is this a hostel? Yeah, as you just said. And then she sees a bull. She gets on the bull. And That's starts riding it. <laughs> very, very indicative of my brand, too. I love the mechanical bulls. I'm but... good at the bull, no? Yeah. <laughs> so we go back to the basement. Alex comes in to the bad guys. She kicks her asses. She rescues Carter. She gets him up the stairs. And just when they're about to get out, after dealing pull. Pulls the not suspecting yeah. bodyguard onto the crate, sits on him, waits for it to break so they can crawl out. Suddenly, the falcon, the hawk, starts pecawing to signal to the men in the bar that this is the setup. Yeah. 
which takes me to my favorite point of the movie. Never trust a white woman. So, you know, like, here we are, right? Woohoo! Um, also, like, what I love about, um, even like they're like they're still like um touching on like the campiness yes of the like original series and that's what i so many flashbacks exactly like they callbacks they reference like the original series like so many times and just like the camera angles and just like the action shots like like them like jumping out of the window like they i just know like those girls just went through intense physical they worked so hard they yeah like that was just a very and that movie fucking shows that fucking I loved it. And then um Alex says to Carter, I've got two girlfriends in a bar. And and uh and, and Ray says, There's fifty men up there. And she goes, I know. It hardly seems hardly seems fair. <laughs> like Which I love. And so Ben Like, like to have said, that kind of confidence of like fifty plus fucking men. Badass. Like, Bad bitch. Me, 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 my, me, my two girls. Like that is amazing. <laughs> I love that. So now we watch them run out of the bar, into which Dylan says, "Just for once, I like to walk out of a bar." <laughs> As they run down the highway, they get into a truck with Carter in tow, and then the men come out with their fucking rocket launchers yeah, in and the mountains, blowing shit up, blasting the smithereens. But fortunately, in the cargo truck they were in, was a helicopter which started, but somehow automatically started, and they Literally, all yeah, slide into. Then- and also, like, fucking Dylan, like, fucking, like, just clipping onto the wing at, like, last second. And last just, like, second. holding on, like, oh my perfection. God. <laughs> True pop perfection. <laughs> truly, truly, truly. Okay. And then we get our intro cue card. Charlie's Angels, full throttle. So, again, if y'all don't know, we are recapping 2003's A Flower Films production, Charlie's Angels, full throttle. What happened to Flower Films? Where is Flower Films? I could not tell you. I really, really could not tell you. Because I would love a flower films now, like a style, yeah. the way it was shot. The yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely. I would like, love that. Okay. So then we get into our introductions of the angels and we get into the clip packages. I want to talk about each clip package really quick. <laughs> really quick. Literally, really quick. <laughs> fucking Dylan's. just... Dylan's clip package. Also, all of them just like it's just it's phenomenal. Just, it's perfect. Like fucking oh my god. Um, my favorite is that we see um Alex in a fucking blonde wig and a dumb cowgirl outfit on the highway on a horse, <laughs> fucking last away man <laughs> off on the freeway. Like what? Where's that? I happening? really, I really loved um the fucking like birthing scene of the cow. Oh like literally, you hot water, like, hot water, <laughs> body fluid and ambiance <clears throat> all over him. And fucking Dylan, I want you as like a female wrestler. Fucking that look. The blueprint for Glow. <laughs> the blueprint for the, the Runaways, that fucking Kristen Stewart roller derby movie. The blueprint for the 2012 episode of American Dad LGB Steve, where Steve becomes a roller derby. I'm like, Drew Barrymore did this. This all came from the this, blueprint. <laughs> she in, one she invented wrestling, roller derby, all within the same movie. Kate Nash, but I give Drew Barrymore flowers, okay? <laughs> I'm not doing this with y'all. Um, okay. And so then we see them like settling and settling into their lives. And one of these settling in scenes is we see Natalie moving into Habitat. her home with her boyfriend, Pete, Luke Wilson. And yes, we get our first iconic moment of the film, the dance break, where uh, 
Natalie is listening to Can't Touch just This. Being silly, goofy girls. Just being girls. Just being gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Just being gorgeous, 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 gorgeous girls. girls. And yeah, and silly it's <laughs> so silly. And they, and they can't touch this, which I remember I would just pop up and just do it with them as a youth. <laughs> I was obsessed with that. So good. And yeah, it's uh, Luke Wilson before his nose was full Wilson. Like it looked like a normal nose then before it fully set in and became the nose that we know him and his brother Owen to have. I mean, I know Owen, but I don't. I so you have to watch um, the CW Star Girl, which is now in its second season, and you will see the nose I'm referring to. Also, pull up um, the full cast list for me, please. This is live, guys. We're doing this in real time. Uh, oh, he's no. Oh yeah, his uh, not as bad as his brother, I would say, but definitely like it's the Wilson nose. Yeah, it's definitely. You know, I actually talk about their noses on my Patreon. It's actually uh, one of the first episodes. One of the first things I say, I go on like a good five-minute rant about the Wilson nose. Yeah. Check that out, guys. Subscribe to my Patreon. Um, um, okay. And just read it for me. Drew Barrymore, Lucy Blue, Cameron Diaz, Jack Smith, Demi Moore, John Forsythe, uh, Kristen Glover, Justin Rowe, Bernie Mac, uh, Roger Burrow. Oh yes. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to that. Yeah. Pink Carrie Hart. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. She. Wow. 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 Melissa McCarthy at the very end. I like your patch. I oh like, my god. I like your patch. Oh my god. <laughs> John Cleese. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's all I need Brilliant. to see. All right. This is a star-studded cast. I mean, the fact that we got to me more. Whoa. Wow. Seriously. Wow. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, Alex and Dylan are outside, and they see the surfer, who plays a very important part in the movie. And Dylan goes, I forgot what I was doing. What am I doing? To which Alex goes, You're hot, horny, and broke. <laughs> you're broke, you're horny, and you're wearing my boots. Right. <laughs> and then Alex's boyfriend walks up behind her and says, I've been waiting for you. To which Joey. she, she fucking, <laughs> fucking flips him over. And in comes Matthew Perry. We, we flip Matthew this man Perry. over and it's yeah. Matthew Perry. And no, sorry. Matt no. LeBlanc. Matt, wow, I have to change that. Oh, mm, oh, mm. oh, great. Rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Oh, mm. it, is Matt, it is Matt LeBlanc. Oh. And so he comes up to the group and says, I've got two tickets for all of you guys. And Cameron Diaz goes, tickets? I love, I love tickets. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, what is it for? Oh, okay, so, you know, we got 13 writers and we've been working on this movie for a long time. Oh, yeah, what movie is it? He's like, okay, get ready for it. Maximum Extreme 2. <laughs> <laughs> he was so enthusiastic. Maximum Extreme 2. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like he just literally has the same typecast as like airhead actor. Like that's literally just all he plays. Yes. Like he like he, like th- his character in this movie is not far from Joey. Like Joey just has like a more obnoxious accent, but like very not far from his J- Joey character. Very familiar for him. And speaking of familiar, the Angels then get a call and it's none other than Charlie. Charlie. With an E. And we are in the office. And then we enter. The only Bosley I will ever know. Uh, 
rest rest, rest in peace to this man. Peace. Rest rest in peace. I almost said peace. Arrest him. Rest in pieces. Arrest like. in wheels east. <laughs> Arrest in wheels east. Um, rest in peace to the late, the great, the one, the only, Mister Bernie Mac, the only Bosley I will ever God know. God rest his soul. And God I will not. I will not take any other Bernie for an answer. So Bernie, we learn is our new Bosley, which is basically like, you know the assistant yeah, to the yeah, angels. Yeah, yeah. And so Bernie asks, what does a Bosley do? To which Dylan says, well, the most important job, he connects us to Charlie. And then a screen appears in the corner of the room. And Bernie's like, just shook. He's like, oh my God, what the hell is this? This is so cool. I love this. And then, and then the screen comes on and he's like, hello, angels. Hello, Charlie. And hello, then, angels. Hello, Charlie. Hi, and then, Charlie. <laughs> and Bernie then says my favorite line. I know I'm going to watch the game tonight. I know I'm going to watch the game tonight. And Alex, what is today? It's literally the Super Bowl. Like, how timely was that? That he said, "I'm watching the game tonight," and oh I'm like, God. "It is the game." So, <laughs> well, I do not do sports or sports balls. The Maddie and Cassie Super Bowl, right? Twenty two, um, because I am an avid listener of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the patron saint of this podcast, our patron saint, Mister Ryan Bailey. Every Monday, he has on uh, his correspondent, his pop, his pop culture correspondent, Sophie Ross, and Sophie is an avid Bengals fan. So because I love Ryan and Sophie, and I know that the Bengals are playing, by proxy tonight in spirit, I'll be rooting for Cincinnati. Is that, is that the city? Since Ohio? Whatever. The Bengals. I'm rooting for it. I believe it's Cincinnati Bengals. I am rooting for the Bengals. So I sports. hope Sophie's team. Sports. Go sports. 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 Go sports. Um, I hope for Sophie's sake, the Bengals do win. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. And their first mission. we So we get to the first mission. Mm-hmm. As we know, they are trying to track down... Um, the surfer. So it leads us to a crime scene where we get our first get up. Tell us about the first get up. Um like sorry, I'm trying to they come they come in a van. They, they, it's like the CSI little stuff. Aren't they at the bar? No, it's, it's um like the little like CSI thing where like they come out in the van and uh camera has to have on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and isn't it um aren't they stalking him surfing? Like that's or, before that's that's Sorry. Yeah, no, all right. Like, so really quick, I'll just walk yeah, us through. Walk walk, yeah. walk it through. No, so um so 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 they get to the crime scene, it's a house, and they're there to investigate the scene and also try to get a location on the surfer and then ultimately the halo rings. So they find out the killer is a surfer by tracking the Isn't wax. It what I was gonna pineapple sex wax, which is the title of this episode. The title of this pineapple episode sex is wax. Pineapple Sex Wax. Yes. And so Alex determines the victim did not choke on pork rinds, but he was in fact choked out. He was smothered by the surfer. And the cop is shook that the girls know so much. They see the floor and Dylan sees that uh, that the shoes are a 1996 pair of Air Jordans. And the weight distribution is up because of a ligament that was torn in the last three years. So like, I don't, I, how are you able to they put that together? Literally, they're just like... He had a ACL, like literally, just like knew the exact fucking tear. It's just like how, 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 how. He cheated on his wife three years ago. Broken arm, <laughs> arm here to the left. This place. <laughs> he has a mole above his right eye, and this tells me he didn't pay his taxes last year. <laughs> like the way that they could just know stuff is just amazing. So they literally just know <laughs> in the air, and they're like, "You wear Dior Sauvage, and you use Tide Pods." In a very like, they, and you ride the metro exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So then we get to our next scene. Alex moving into her new house, where we meet her dad, and he's like, "Oh, Barrett, how are you? Can you do the Facebook?" 
<laughs> that cute little have that cute little bit they do, you know, father and daughter, 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 daughter. daughter. Uh, and so he's like, "How's work? What are you doing?" And she lies. She's like, "Oh, well, you know, I'm in medical school. I'm yeah. in nursing." And then all of a sudden, uh, Dylan and Allie come in, and he's Here's like, oh. thing "He's like, oh, well, what about them?" And he's and she's like, "Oh, what about them?" What do we do? Uh, Natalie is uh, in the psych ward, and Dylan is the head of gynecology. <laughs> there was something about that that, like, maybe like the right, the right, the writers were doing something there, and I don't know what it is. I'm like, mm, they would say Dylan was the head of the right hand would be the head of gynecology. Like, there are a lot of subtleties in this movie, especially with Dylan that, that these writers it's take. It's so campy. I'm like, like it's just. Like the perfect amount of camp, and they just like have these little like they slip. It. That's like one thing you and I were going to talk about the Scooby Doo movie where they just like slip in, just like so in many, the future. I guess so many we'll talk about the Scooby Doo yes. movies. Hopefully, live again. But if not, we'll just assume. um. So now we're at the beach stand, the food stand, with the surfer. So then we have um Bosley's on the beach trying to check out all the surfer surfboards. He's knocking people out with the surfboards. He's smacking ass with the surfboards because they're big. Surfboards are big. Leave yeah. him alone. So then he gets next to this one guy and they're like, Bosley, check his board. So Bosley looks around and then slaps the guy on the abs. He's like, hey, what kind of board is this? What kind of wax? He's like, what's the flavor? Grape? And then Bosley looks like, it's grape. It's grape. Great job, Boz. It's not that one. And then we pan over to the water where we see our surfer. Hot and mysterious. Yes. That's that's it. That that's really it. That's just all we need to know. Good body, good hair. Yes. Nice complexion. Hair, body, face. Hair. Um, <laughs> so he gets out the water. Dylan is like totally in love, like shook. Uh, I, who wouldn't be? <laughs> he he got it. He's just that. Nice toasted Wonder Bread. You know what I mean? Like toasted almond. To- <laughs> uh, and then, um, then, then we see Natalie on the beach, and she meets none other than Madison Lee, aka Demi Motherfucking Moore. Oh my God! And they say, "Lay by Bogal," which is bring it, bitch in Mongolia. Why they know that? Probably from the first movie. I can't remember the top of my head, but probably some probably one. Oh uh, yeah, so they're like talking, you know, they're catching they up. Just, they just know every language. I think they just have to like literally know everything that goes on in the world to be a Charlie's Angel. Like you just have you like to be a Charlie's Angel, you have to have so many like niche. You skills. have to be like above. You literally, it's just like and have very niche like skills. Well, but you have to be so well rounded in just so many everything. different areas. Like. It's, Everyone's not. That's why. That's why like, you're not an angel. That's I'm not an angel. That's why I am not an angel. We're not those girls. And then we get our first bit of foreshadow. So we see Dylan looking at the surfer, and Dylan goes, "He's hot." To which Alex says, "Don't you always fall for the bad guy?" And Dylan says, "Well, he must be really bad, Ben." Dun dun dun. And all I could think was, "Wow, Demi Moore is so hot." Wow, wow, really, Demi, wow. It's really her eyes for me. Just the way she like looks. Like just the way she like looks into the camera, like, like she really—it's everything. She just like traps her soul with her eyes. Like just again, very, like, hair, body, face. Literally, hair, body, fucking face. Literally, like, hair, body, face. So Alex been 
looking at Madison says, so who do you think which will be the first one of us to leave the group? Because Madison is known for having left Charlie's Angels and being like, you know, independent. So Alex asks Dylan, who thinks will be first to leave the group? She's like, probably Natalie, because, you know, she'll probably get engaged to them and get married. And Dylan's like, yeah, but they'll never leave, leave, leave us. Uh, Natalie, Natalie would never leave us. And Alex says, girl, you know, we're going to be wearing pink, ugly bride maid dresses at the wedding of Mr. and Mrs. Pete Kaminsky. <laughs> and then Dylan thinks, and we get a very quick montage of hospital thirds. First, we see them as themselves, just a little older. Good morning, Charlie. Then next, we see the next third. Good morning, Charlie. And it's Eve. You know, I remember, yeah. who's that girl? Rough Rider Eve. Mm-hmm. And then next, it's not, it's none of them. It's the Olsen twins and Dylan as like an old, old, old lady. <laughs> Good morning, Charlie. Like, I love, I love the cute little cutaways like that. Yeah. It's almost like family guy in that way where they like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, run away to something. It's very fun. And then, um, we follow the girls on to shore where we have Cameron Diaz approaching our surfer. And she's like, oh my God, it was so crazy out there. You know, I, the, the waves, they were so hard and I just wanted to ride them. And she's like, I got beat. I was so wet. And, and the guy just looks at her and just gets in the car. But we have Alex and Dylan underneath, grabbing his wallet, grabbing his card, taking a little taste. And what is it? Pineapple sex wax. So we know yeah. we have our guy. And then... Don't, don't they go to the track? That's next. That's next. The yeah. Coal Bowl. Yeah, and yeah, this yeah. is where you are taking over. The Coal Bowl. Oh my god. So, way... This leads them to basically... Um, what 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 they sorry yeah, sorry no so they didn't they find like the flyer or something like the, for the um event that yes. he was mm-hmm. like going in his to wallet, you know, a yes. little piece of paper. yes list they found the flyer in his wallet so they literally follow and it's like this like underground like fucking like but very, BMX. underground but very like strategically set up like bmx like racetrack underneath like a bridge yes um so all the girls they basically go there and then also costume change but literally they change, change they they just literally will change complete outfits literally get their hair magically done within new like glam literally new glam everything within like minutes seconds it's amazing like, and and also just have like the best like equipment and just like s- like the motorcycle everything she was riding. They need for that Literally team. everything. Like they and just, the best of the best. They have they have everything. Because like they you said, have. they have to be prepared and ready for yeah. everything. So yeah. so um basically they're they get to this racetrack and it's at first like Dylan that goes like yes. to basically just like uh register. She's like, I want in. Yeah, she basically just fucking like rough rides all these dudes and she does pretty damn fucking well within like the first half yeah and then she starts getting her ass fucking kicked because there's a fucking henchman that's like right in her ass and like basically trying to take Crispin her out. glover exactly yeah. and, and 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 randy, randy Ran- yes 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 we, yes we learned the surface name is randy emmers because the girl's got his id card and he yes. is a randy also we get our for also we get our next cameo tell us who was the event organizer of the coal bowl Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to remember. Hold on. What? What is this color right here? Alicia. Yes. Alicia Miller. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. I literally, I couldn't, I couldn't think of pink stuff. Yes. I, pink is the organizer I, I, of the like, event. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, no, genuinely have not thought of her in a few years like it it took me because i watched the movie this morning and i was like me too 
who like I was just like that girl. Yeah. Pink and Carrie Hart. Her like, husband. Like, yeah. like the name didn't click Hart. Carrie Hart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was there for yeah, because he because yeah. he does uh, BMX like yes. he does motocross and shit. So very up her alley and very up the times. That was and, like but, they were hot like, and heavy. But also her like little like uh, right like her attitude. Yeah, yeah, her attitude of just like sending out the riders was just like very like cunty and like it was so great. I love that. I love that. Okay, and then also we're looking for number twenty five, who, yes. who we know as Leo, and they spot him because he has an insignia on the back of his helmet. Yeah, the Leo, yes. the little Leo tattoo. And back to what you were saying, yes, our Crispin Glover character, who we don't learn the name of until much yes. later, catches Dylan midair and snatches out some hair. Uh, yeah, and sniffs smell, it. Smells her hair very, with a very creepy little smile. Yes. And then we have Randy Emmers in midair turning around to shoot the girls somehow with two guns that he pulls out of nowhere. Gets Natalie off her bike, to which then Alex and Dylan, also in midair, are able to flip her around, pick Natalie up, and get her back on her own bike. I mean, the fucking special effects here are just ahead of their time. The stunts, man. Like, they stu- they pussy stunting out there, man. Ahead of its time, honestly and truly. And then we finish the race, and everyone pulls off their helmets, and we find out that Leo <laughs> is 15. Sexy hair flip. <laughs> you gotta- the hair flip from the girls, yes. But then we find out our Leo is 15-year-old Max Petroni. Max Petroni, no, Max Petroni, who we learned is, it Shia, is, is Shia. Is Shia LaBeouf. Who to thunk it? Baby Shia LaBeouf. Baby Shia LaBeouf. It was probably like a few years after Holes. Or wait, was it wait, was it before or after Holes? Hmm. Uh, look it up. <laughs> look it up real quick. Uh, uh, look it up. Uh, oh, you don't, you don't, you don't hear uh, mm, uh, uh, no, when you when you hear it later, there's a mic effect that I'm doing. Oh, I love that. Yes, please play around here. Do it. I can do it to yours too. Um, la 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 la. <laughs> just nice, um, little, nice little reverb. I like just, it. Just for a second, for dramatic effect. All right. Thank you. Back to yes. <laughs> Back to the show. So then we discover that Dil- that Dylan's real name is Helen's ass. And <laughs> We get the story of Helen's ass. We learned she had to go into- with a Z, not Helen's ass. Helen's ass. Z A A S. We learned she had to go into witness protection some time ago because she witnessed a murder that her then boyfriend at the time, Seamus O'Grady, committed. She's like, it was great. We were in love. She's like, we would hang out all the time. She's like, you know, we were hot and heavy. And she's like, and then you know, we'd be driving down the street, making out, listening to metal, and it's literally living on a prayer. <laughs> When I heard that, I'm like, what? I'm like, wait, I'm like, I'm like, did you say journey? Metal? Journey. I had to fucking run it back. I'm like, wait, she said listening to metal and they're literally screaming to living on a prayer. Why did I not clock that? Which is so funny because as a kid, I had no clue what it was. I'm like, oh, this is metal. Cool. My dad used to call Kelly Clarkson Screamo. Yeah, he wouldn't let me listen to Kelly Clarkson. Like he wouldn't. He said that's screamo music, and it's like, since dad. you've been gone, that like that screamo to you. <laughs> okay, Dad. Great. So yeah, um, like same tea. Like into which I thought. Um. So after he gets in the car, he walks up to some man at a table, outdoor dining. Before it was cool. Uh, he walks up to him and says, "Hey, Seamus, you got a lot of nerve coming here, Brady." And Seamus pops him in the head with a bullet. And then Dylan screamed, and she's like, I had to confess. And I'm like, see, 
all you bitches want to say, I'm right or die. I'm down for whatever. I'll do a bit. Y'all ain't about that life. Nah. She snitched immediately. Really? <laughs> immediately. <laughs> and yeah, and she sent that man to jail for what we learned later is a very long time. And then he got fucked. Yes, because we cut to current day Seamus O'Grady, who's in his cell doing upside down, like, hey, look at that. Like, like literally, like, fucking nastiest tribal tattoos, like, all over. I mean, probably racist as fuck now. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. like if he wasn't before, he definitely became he racist. He was definitely at the Capitol on January 6th. <laughs> for like, sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. He's not American, but he was still definitely on the Capitol. Mm-hmm. That's a conversation for another show. So we cut to uh, him being um, let out of prison to where he receives uh, Halo rings from Demi Moore. And we know that because we see her long jet black hair. Okay. And then we learn why Max is involved because we learn that Seamus somehow at the same time killed Max's parents. Yeah. I mean, was it the man? Like, was it maybe Max's dad? I think I think it was Max's dad, like, had something to do with... Wasn't Max's dad, like, a... Wasn't he the president dude at the very beginning of the movie? Remember? Maybe. I'm pretty sure, like... Uh, oh, they got in the plane. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yes, I remember. Was... I'm pretty sure, uh, yeah, Shia LaBeouf's dad was that dude. Hmm. I don't remember, but... Oh, well. Sucks for him. Okay. So, um... <laughs> so we get to him, uh, getting the ring. And, um, the girl's like, well, Max, you're a kid. You can't hang with us. And Baza goes, don't worry. I know the safest place in town for Max. And then we cue to the song, nothing but a G thing, because where's Baza taking Max? To South Central, a.k.a. the safest place in town, to where? His mama's house. And he says, don't worry. He's like, you can bet no one in the Grady has ever set foot in South Central. I'm pretty sure, like, but they called it Southside, but I'm pretty sure, like, the shot was in, like, Inglewood, which is literally, like, very north. Very, like, way more north than, yeah. like, what they were trying to, like, paint the picture as. Like, well, you know, the producers and writers have never been to South Central or Inglewood, so they were doing the best they can with what they had. <laughs> mm, okay, so then we uh, had this brief cutaway scene where the girls on a monastery dressed in nun outfits with sunglasses on to learn about uh, Crispin Glover, who we learned is within man. He was a troubled child raised by Romanian clowns, as the mother says. And says he's a sole benefactor to the monastery. And while she's giving this lecture, the, the girls are sitting in like our like elementary school style desk, you know, with like the one like arm and like yeah. you slide up and, and Dylan's chewing gum and then keeps slapping with the ruler, like, you know, pay attention. It's very triggering. Um, <laughs> and so she's like, he was always quiet. He never spoke except for his monthly haircut. And it shows to like the, the nun <sighs> cutting his hair and him like snatching the lady's hair out of her head and you know, screaming and then snipping the hair. That is such a weird fetish, but honestly, I feel like it probably exists in some form today. Oh, hair fetishes? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely. So he's always quite except for his monthly haircut. He's a sole benefactor to a nun's estate. And I felt like I don't I don't know what play it's from, maybe sound of music, but like that like that like, you know, like kinda chimey music kept playing in the background. But it reminds me of the beginning of Wind It Up. <laughs> Here we go, wind it up. Like that's what it reminded me of. So I'm like, oh cool. Shout out to Gwen again. Uh when you get Gwen. <laughs> okay, and then we see Matt LeBlanc. Perry. Uh, Perry right here. We see Matt LeBlanc dancing and cleaning to working for the weekend. And he meets Alex's dad. And he assumes that Alex's dad knows about her work. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> which is like, why wouldn't why wouldn't Alex like not just like, hey, 
he doesn't know that. Like, why? Right. Like, that's kind of dumb on her part, you know? Like, why would she not, like, give him a breakdown? Like, hey, shut up before speaking to my father about this shit, you know? know anything. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, then we got back to the girls, and uh, Bosley is trying to pull up the location of Randy Emmers, to which we see uh, he's using T-Mobile technology. Boo! T-Mobile management. I'm so mad at you. Did not want to see that. And so... <laughs> boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. Boo, tomato, tomato, boo, corny, boo. Um, and so then they figure out their next location. They have to go to find the rings and find, like, you know, the bars and everything, which is the treasure chest. <laughs> the treasure chest scene is literally one of my very first sexual awakenings. Oh my. Still so hot. To really? Like, oh my, yeah, I, I was feeling stuff again, but it's now 20 years and many experiences later. Uh, yeah, the treasure chest scene. Wow. Do you want to take us through the, the treasure no, chest? I, no, this was, this was, no, this w- clearly had more of an impact on you. So I'm going <laughs> to let you take the reins because I would love to hear what you have to say about Um, so, <laughs> right. Um, the treasure chest. So the girls, uh, they realize they need to, um, you know, distract a room full of men. In order to uh, yeah. get the keys and get the keypad to gain access into some building named But anyways, that's not why I'm talking about the scene here today. So little me, I remember, you know, never being allowed to watch the treasure chest scene. It was always fast forwarded past my little eyes because, you know, what were we like six, seven? Yeah. When we when yeah. this movie came out, yeah, and like the girls basically do like a burlesque routine. They're like, you know, in sexy outfits or like dancing. They're doing numbers. Everybody is in like a champagne glass with like water. Yeah, and like the whole like thing with like the champagne like turtling yes. glass is very sexy. They're like in sailor suits, yeah. there's whips. I mean, it's a lot going on. Like I was like, wow, I'm like this is hot. <laughs> can't even pretend. I mean if you watch something else, maybe just Google, you know, the treasure chest, Charlie's Angels full throttle, and maybe you two will be activated. Um, but like they also like touched of like they would do that stuff in the original series too where like they would like it would be like a campy like kind of sexy and like yeah <laughs> like you know like yeah. like in the beginning like you know with her with with with, uh, with Cameron Diaz riding the bull exactly yeah 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 like it's a lot love it and they use the whip to uh, get the guy's keys uh, Dylan gives him a lap dance to distract him like they're uh, they're just amazing I. I <laughs> Shout out to those girls, honestly and truly. Okay, so now we go to the docks because Bosley needs to get in. And we first hear a Irish style music, a little, <laughs> little, it's, it's given lucky charms. I don't know how much <laughs> Ireland it's giving. It's definitely given lucky charms. To which we see the badge that says Paddy O'Malley. And the doc guy goes, Paddy O'Malley? Uh, you don't look like a Paddy. And, <laughs> and Bernie Mac says, Man, you never heard of no black Irish? <laughs> and he's like, black Irish? It's like, yeah, man, my family's from potato famine, okay? <laughs> he's like, no, I don't know. He's like, no. He's like, my people gave you the McRib, the Mac Rib, Lucky Charm, Shamrock Shake. That's ours. <laughs> uh, I wonder if that part was like scripted or, or like, by yeah. Because Bernie. Bernie like would really just like do that. He really just like took shit and just like. He's so talented. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's like, man, he's like, we suffered so much. He, he, he's like, we suffered so many diseases, foot and mouth disease, canker sores, circumcision. My wife just had <laughs> twins and they're leprechauns. That's right. She had a set of leprechauns. And the guy's like, leprechauns? 
<laughs> and he's like leprechauns and then the man's like honestly he's like come over here get a whiff that's irish spring tells him the smell <laughs> and he says that's irish spring which was great for me because i do shower with irish spring soap so i do not i what do you shower with um okay so lately i really like the near i feel like i might get judged for this it's the method men um it's literally like method. They're fucking body wash. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, this. It's the like I want. I think it's called like Salt and Surf or something. As long as it's not X. Literally, no, 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 no. Great, Matt. I, uh, I no. The I'm, doctor too. The like, doctor. His. Uh, his I asked him, "Do you have cologne?" He's like, "Yeah, it's in the drawer." It was literally X. No. Sir, like, sir, you are thirty-nine. That is years not. Old. That is not cologne. That you is thirty-nine. That years is old. a nasty aerosol. Aerosol. And your aerosol spray for and your cologne nine. is X. Thirty-nine years old, and your cologne is X. Hmm. Hmm. Questions, and that's where Cho- we never show choices. Choices. Everyone has them. But um, <laughs> where where was I getting at? Yes, your soap. Because I said I shall. Oh, I was springing. You yeah. So. This, I'm telling you, the Method Men body washes literally smell so fucking incredible. They okay, are the sexiest smells I've ever like. <gasps> the Batman, I can't, I can't wait to see this. Oh my god. Okay, like I'm very excited to see it. I'm so down. Like Robert uh, Pattinson looks amazing. Zoe Kravitz looks amazing. Literally, probably the first Catwoman I probably might recognize as a. Comparable Catwoman to Selena Kyle, aka Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, like because um, Love Anne Hathaway. Her, I, I just didn't really pay any attention yeah. to it. Like I love Anne Hathaway, but like I just hers was just kind of like and Holly Berry's was like its own universe. It was its own entire thing that was completely separate. I don't and... even want to talk about that. <laughs> that wasn't even. I loved that. it. I have to admit, I love that movie. Okay, I still watch it. <laughs> there. <laughs> I have my qual- I have my qualms. As we all do. I will hold my qualms for another time. Yeah, but top of the morning to you. <laughs> so the angels bust out of a cast naked, uh, which was again a very fun scene. Um, and then they end up two seconds later in these Kim Possible adjacent outfits, yeah. trying to find the rings. How do they find the rings? They pull the rings out of the ring drawer, and they say the rings are titanium, and they know titanium floats. And they pour champagne. And suddenly the rings float to the top. And then all of a sudden we hear a voice. We hear that thick Irish Hi. accent. Helen, I've been waiting a long time for this. <laughs> he, he says like 5,000 days, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, eight years. He's like, I've been waiting eight years for this. And so then a huge fight breaks out. Uh, Alex turns off the lights. Then they backflip as as the men, like the 30 men, like Start, start shooting with the chopper saying and they end up behind them and they start trying to do like a little sequence and then Seamus goes oh come on you know they're, I always like to put the lights on <laughs> yeah I wish I could do that with my friends that'd be so cool like just be like that would have been great for the haunted house <laughs> oh my god T <laughs> so yeah no so like the lights come on and uh, they are fighting. It's a huge fight. Breaks out, and then the song "Fire" started plays, which I think is a specific callback to Drew Barrymore, which was her first. Literally, <laughs> Prodigy did so many things for. Also, like Prodigy, so many Prodigy songs were just in like the best action movies, mm-hmm. like Firestarter, um, "Smack My Bitch Up." Like literally, yeah. those some of my favorite fucking EDM songs 
of all time like i love that group so much like and the fact that they use like that song like it, it it's holds, special like, a special place in my heart literally drew barrymore's first movie firestarter literally yeah i just i love prodigy like let me shout out to prodigy whatever y'all, to whatever prodigy. y'all are doing right now i i hope you're having a good day prodigy seriously <laughs> hope you guys are having an amazing day um and so they escape uh this room full of men by rolling down a piece of rope with a piece of wood like skateboarding down the rope and uh also starting a fire to get away from the men and uh alex and natalie run away and they and we hear them say come on dylan and we see dylan uh kind of stand back wondering like okay like is he still there is she's going there? through it yeah i mean everything's yeah. And my only question is how old were they because she because because they never give an age and i'm like they were either really early 20s or maybe high i gotta school. yeah i gotta say like 19 probably like yeah like around that time for her yeah. which i hate because why does he remember all the stuff about him from when they were basically for lack of a better term kids like kind of creepy um but yeah and that takes me back to my favorite book the bible um <laughs> because <laughs> there is a story in the bible where uh this man and his wife are running away from the town of sodom and gomorrah and he's promised like you know i, I think it's like an angel told him like as long as you run away and keep running and don't look back you'll be safe you'll be fine and the angel said but if you look back you will then be turned into a pillar of salt and then the wife in the bible looks back and she ends up turning into a pillar of salt because they said don't look back what does she do she looks back so my like, salty bitch literally so watching dylan like trip and fall and almost get caught by shamans i'm like see they they told you they try back <laughs> they're trying don't to tell you back. don't dig through the trash don't look back. don't look back period because you're gonna get fucked up she almost got fucked up by that man and homegirl literally turned into a pile of salt <sighs> sorry that's but that's a note for myself so then we cut to bosley who go who figures out who did it? He goes, I know who did it. I know who did it. God damn it. I know who did it. It was Colonel Mustard in the living room down home with a lead pipe. <laughs> and we thought he figured out, you know, who the bad guy was. He figured out it was, it was you know, Madison Lee. But no, it was Colonel Mustard <laughs> down like, home. Bernie Max, like, he's just so underrated in this movie. Like, this was such a good fucking role. Amazing. I mean, I don't even remember the other guy who did it before <laughs> him. So... And you know um, that other one they did recently, which we're not talking about at all. We cut to Cameron Diaz at her ten-year reunion, and she says to Pete, "Aka Luke Wilson, I'll be right back. It's just number one." <laughs> like, okay, girl. And then she goes to the girls' room for some reason. Our push door is locked, so then she has to go into the men's room, and she's wearing from the first movie her iconic Spider-Man panties <laughs> or oh underwear. God. Yeah, her <laughs> fucking tidy whitey. Yes. Love, 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 love. And she hears uh these two guys say that, oh yeah, Pete's gonna ask her tonight. He's planning on marrying her. And she gets nervous because she's just thinking about her future with the angels and how it's gonna turn out. And so then she goes back out into the dance floor with the break se- with, with, with the dance sequence because Pete goes, I have a question. She goes, Oh wait, hope I thought, let's just dance. And she trips, well, ends up choking on the balloon. <laughs> but then suddenly out of nowhere it pops back up ready to dance like how we saw in high school when she was the mascot and I, tripped in the mascot outfit cameron diaz she's just so good at just being able to just be like the hottest yet goofiest person yes and i love that about her. like she can just be she really just she's the she, ultimate she, silly lets, goose. she just lets it all go and that's what i love about like just watching the scene with her and just watching her like 
let's dance yeah. let's like, dance like even like when there's something about mary like that scene where she's like oh is that hair gel and like she's just like like that uh, so quirky in the best way yeah and i love that dance sequence like you know that cute little slap where she slaps the guys so yeah. cute <laughs> i love it and then we cut back to jason matthew LeBlanc, not perry uh <laughs> talking to the dad again about you know the job she does and he's basically making her sound like an escort literally a whore like he's just like oh yeah she can handle like it's amazing how many guys she can handle at one time like doesn't like doesn't he what she's she got say? a team with dylan and yeah, 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 yeah 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 like poor man he's like oh Eric. <laughs> his poor daughter his daughter oh my goodness oh. <laughs> and then this is a, we're jumping ahead but there's a scene where she talks to her dad and she's like, oh my god she's like she's like natalie Dillon, we just took on a team of 12 men and i'm <laughs> yeah, gonna yeah, take yeah. a shower because i'm covered in lord yeah. knows what <laughs> and when i come back i'm gonna give you a blow bye blow, blow. <laughs> ferret mm. okay and then shortly after the dance we find out that dylan decides to leave the angels Mostly because she wants to leave before she gets left. As we learned in the beginning at the beach, you know, she thinks Nat's going to leave. So she wants to leave before she gets left. And then now with Shim is back at large on the loose. She wants to, she wants to protect safe. her friends. Yeah. Yes. So she leaves. And uh, I feel like throughout the movie, subtly, because it was very much of the time, I feel like they somehow, the writers and directors and whoever, tried to paint Dylan as like the duff. And obviously not physically, because you know she's yes. very much she's just as fit as them, and just as hot as them. But like, they, well, they try to give her like campy, like duff energy. Like that, they always do that with Drew Barrymore, though. They like always, duff adjacent they, energy. yeah, they literally just gave her that type cast, and I always fucking hated that. But like, because Drew Barrymore is so fucking beautiful. Yeah, like, she's so beautiful. But they make it. But they make it think. Okay, like she's the awkward, quirky one. Yes, like. Like, 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 they very much make like you know, like uh, Natalie, the hot blonde, is like, 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 like you want her, like, you know, like this is the girl yeah. you want. And then Alex, oh, you know, she'll kick your ass in that tot. And then like they make Dylan like oh, the guy, the guy that you go, oh yeah, she's cute, but like you don't want to date her. Like that's yeah, exactly. like that's the energy they, they like give off, and I hate exactly that. like the like more masculine like presenting one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More awkward, aloof. Yeah, and I, I hate that because she's she's hot. True, is hot. Like yeah. don't you dare. Okay, so then we have her in a bar in presumably Mexico. She's down on her luck. This guy slaps her ass, but she's so down she doesn't even do anything about it. Sits at a bar, orders a tequila. She just, she in just like, no, when she just gets her ass slapped, the way she just like looks at him and just like continues fucking walking like, forward. I'm not, I'm not be doing this with but you. then, like, yeah, but later in the scene, like uh, she she gets well. back, but she sits down at the bar and she orders her drink in Spanish because we assume she's in Mexico by that clue. And then the lady next to her, we find out, is the one, the only Jacqueline Smith, a.k.a. Kelly Garrett from the original Charlie's Angels movie. And she tells her she needs to go back to her friends because they need her. And says another wonderful line, angels can't be made. They're like diamonds. You have to find them. And then she walks by again. again, And then she just fucking lays him. Throws him into the jukebox. Just fucking, oh my God. So fucking good. Oddly enough, though. No, no, never mind. What? 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 Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. So, uh, the angels finally realize that Madison Lee, aka Demi Moore, is the villain. They're on the roof of a building, uh, somewhere near Hollywood. Yeah, literally, like some random fucking the observatory. Maybe it looked like it was giving vibes. They're like they were at the oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were at the Griffith Observatory, and then and then they go, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, my brain's just. Oh, good. So they're on the roof, and and they put the pieces together that she's the bad guy, 
And then, um, let me see. Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Okay. Okay. So it's 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 just Alex and Natalie on the roof with with Demi Moore. They figure out she's the villain, and then behind them we see Dylan. Dylan is now officially back, and she and Dylan goes to kick her, and Demi Moore catches her foot. She's like, "Hello, Dylan." Tosses her over, (laughs) to which we get my favorite line in the movie: Demi Moore saying. Welcome back, Dylan. You're such a typical rebellious Pisces, always out to prove how tough and independent you are, and you couldn't make it one day on your own. (laughs) (laughs) You really had to drag her sign for that. Like, damn. (laughs) The typical rebellious Pisces, always out to prove how tough and independent you are, and you couldn't even make it one day on your own. Wow, what a drag! Like, wow. I mean, someone check Rihanna. She's a Pisces too. <laughs> like, Kesha is Kesha. Ashinko's a Pisces. Ashinko's Coco. Wow. Yeah, Ashinko's Coco. Mm. Who Who else is a Pisces? Honestly, like a lot of my favorite like singers are like, Pisces. Yes. Well, not just Pi- just water signs. Like emotional, female. so emotional. Exactly. Like either like Scorpio, Cancer, or Pisces. Like uh, the, most hmm. of my, and even like um, if they're not, they have like water signs in their chart. Like Charlie is, I think she's a, Leo. She's a Cancer rising. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's why she like has so too. much. Yeah, that's how she is uh, so much emotional. Like depth. Gotcha. But anyways, yes. Um, so <laughs> welcome back, Dylan. And then Dylan says. But I don't get it. You're an angel. And Demi says, my next favorite line, no, I don't take orders from a speaker box anymore. I work for myself. And I said, wow, my whole fast food career just flashes from my eyes because I was literally taking orders from a speaker box. <laughs> I was literally taking orders from a fucking like speaker box. That line box. hit too close to home. Capitalism. <laughs> Our anti-capitalist queen. Like, I love her. She's a boss. She's a G. Flawless villain. I mean, just simply the best. Simply the literally best. the most beautiful villain like, probably ever. Wearing red bottoms. Literally. <laughs> the best. So then we get to the big night. The the last thing in the movie, our finale. Um <laughs> so here we are. They're showing up to the movie the movie the premiere movie of premiere. <laughs> of um Maximum Extreme <laughs> Two. Yes. So the buyers show up and we see with the Chiron, Italian mob, the cartel. Literally the, every the, the Japanese, every and Seamus and the Irish mob, yeah. Like every single fucking like mafia member is just like action movie, yeah. Like literally. except the black people, which I like because for once we're not being you know depicted as criminals and gangsters, at least not overtly. We were because you know the safest place was South Central with the rap music playing. I mean, but they, <laughs> but at least there was a, a bunch of black. But they still used in. like a lot of Asian people. They did. Like, they they really did. It's like they did, and you know. It is what it is, but I'm like, but hey, they got they got once. one thing right. <laughs> yeah, the white man is usually behind everything. <laughs> that's where that's where they they make up for it exactly, <laughs> which was good to see. So, uh, and so and so, so then we see our mastermind Madison Lee watching this all on a computer and a mink coat and like the hottest bikini I've ever seen. She takes one long acrylic painted nail, taps the screen, and goes Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic again. Truly iconic, and then we cut outside to the premiere again because Jason Jason arrives and and this one and this one man goes Jason Jason oh Jason I'm like wow it's literally me for Charlie literally anyone Charlie goes like, Charlie 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 <laughs> and then they all meet on the roof all all the crime bosses and crime mobs and Demi Moore and they're stopped by the FBI 
And I have a side note here. So once again, we are seeing Seamus. I'm like, you know what? I have to admit, Seamus is hot. Um, <laughs> but I also hate how Seamus still knows and remembers everything from when they were younger with Dylan, because uh, he realized Dylan was in was in, was in a hotel. He's like, I he's like, I know that ass anywhere, because she was disguised yeah. like you know like the the bellman. I'm like, like, I'm like, why do you remember this? Like, I mean, if you if you spend enough time looking at someone's ass. And also, like, being in prison, like... For eight years. <laughs> yeah, like, he probably just... He probably thought about that ass and that ass only. It was just like, mm. I'm gonna kill that ass. <laughs> I'm gonna kill that ass. Like right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Aw. Aw. Oh, mm-hmm. great. Oh, great. <laughs> so, we are all fighting everyone and their mother is fighting now. Seamus like, versus the girls versus huge the crime fight. boss. Like, literally more. so ma- so much fighting. Every like, man for themselves. And then we get a cameo again from the Thin Man who comes to help fight off Seamus, which we know because he, he has his big sword and we think he's going to stab Alex, but he stabs the bad guy behind Alex, which was great. And then... What a nice little plot twist. Like, that very... Like, he's very weird man. Like, very weird-looking And seemingly man. a villain, like, on the out, on the outwards. Uh, but also, like, weirdly attractive. Like, yes. you know, it's it's that smile. It's, but then, man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, Dylan's about to fall, but then he grabs Dylan, and then grabs her in for a kiss. And while kissing her, what does he do? Fills his fetish, rips out her hair, screams and sniffs it. But then again, and then playing as a Dylan being an awkward one, she then grabs her own hair. She's like, okay. She's like, I'll play along with him and starts sniffing her own hair. I'm like, waves it across her chin. Oh, Dylan. Sweet baby Dylan. Silly girl. <laughs> and then she screams because she sees all of a sudden a knife coming through him. And that knife was put through him by none other than Seamus O'Grady. Sad. Sigh. And then Seamus starts fighting with her, gets her kicked off the building. She's holding on by a ledge. She then uh, starts to scream as he sets her fingers on fire, trying to make good on his promise that he's going to kill her friends, just 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 so she can hear them scream. And then uh, she's able to like you know punch up into the glass of the lights and get glass typical in white eyes. man instigation shit. Clips herself on top of it and kicks him off. And R.I.P. Seamus, which we love. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> bye. So uh, Bosley here is the word plan B because Demi Moore is like, nice try, Angels, but you know, you still haven't won very much like, you know, Scooby Doo or Doom Villain. Exactly. Like, ha, I'm getting away. Like yeah. she put she has now has another outfit on, which is a, a glider. So she glides off the building, throwing the bomb, and Alex goes, Plan B, Bosley, plan B. And so he's down there on the ground, he picks up the stanchion pole, he's the bomb coming, <laughs> baseball bats at home runs it out, out into the sky. In truth, like in the most campiest way ever, like I got this. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he says, "Um, I have it written down here. Um, where do I have it written down?" He goes, "Yes." Um, he hits the bomb and he goes, "Get that bitch! Get that bitch! Get that bitch!" And then Matt LeBlanc turns around, seeing the explosion, and goes, "Wow, we really went all out for this." <laughs> Thinking it's his fucking production team and the 13 writers paying for special effects. Like, he's annoying. He's just always fucking airheads. Airheads, they're out of control. Literally. <laughs> then we have a crazy car chase because Demi's still alive and the girls are like, you know, uh, trying to get her and she's driving so crazy. She sends these girls flying through literal buildings, through, through whole entire storefronts and buildings. And then we have our final showdown between what seems to be just 
Natalie and Demi. We see them all dressed in black. Both of them, she pulls a piece of glass out of her out of her side. They make it very slow. We hear it. And then we watch <laughs> Demi Moore pop her shoulder back in the place that was dislocated. And then uh, they have a fight. Um, and just before Demi goes to kill Cameron, because, you know, she gets her. And uh, she she cocks the gun. And then she licks Cameron's cheek and, like, kind of kisses her cheek. And Natalie goes, you know what? She goes, she goes you know what, Madison? She's like, what? She's like, do you know why you're not going to win? She's like, why? Because I have the one thing you'll never have. She's like, and what's that? Friends. And then <laughs> Dylan and Alex come in. They save the day. It's all gravy. They, you know, kill Madison. And um, Madison, of course, like the true villain yeah. she is, she tries to, you know, get, get one last bullet and she tries to shoot them. And that ends up setting her on fire, to which Alex then goes, she got fired. <laughs> <laughs> which... I literally just love. like perfect like camp those like those just one liners. They don't just, do it like this anymore. Yeah, they because that's so vindicative of like the seventies and yeah. like eighties and like very indicative of the times for sure. Yeah, <sighs> but they get the Halo rings. They make it to the premiere looking fab AF. Alex is in gold. Like, li- literally fabulous <laughs> after fighting for fucking hours. Natalie's like literally black, sweating, <laughs> sweating and like fucking like. Full glam, full, full glam. Ready to go. Literally, just these girls are ready for. Anything. They wiped away all their like cuts, bruises, dirt, everything, all the blood. They were just like, oh yeah, glam. Like these girls are ready for anything, and I love that about them. <laughs> and so they meet Bosley's mom, and they find Max, and they find out Max is now the new Bosley because Bosley doesn't want to do it anymore. So Max is now our new Bosley, and then Alex sees her dad, <laughs> and goes another satisfied client and we got her and he goes her and it's a bunch of angry windows oh yeah we had to pin her down but then the both of us got on top and then, and then we gave it to her good <laughs> and then the dad goes mm-hmm. right. and then Jason comes up again behind her she flips him again just like in the beginning and then she goes uh uh-uh. uh playtime's over we're back in the game no more bricks and kisses him and the dad's like oh my god my daughter oh my god my daughter right. <laughs> and then we see Peter or Pete's uh, get down on one knee and we're watching this from, from Dylan's point of view and Dylan's like, okay, here it is. They're getting engaged. It's happening. And it turns out it's just a puppy. Opens the box and it says <laughs> Spike. And she goes, Spike? He's like, a puppy? We're getting a puppy? Yeah, puppy. She's like, oh, great. I can still stay with my friends. It's all good now. And the last note I have here is that Drew does this little head nod and she's like, she's like it's like she's accepting the fate of her future watching yeah. what she thinks is an engagement. And I've noticed ever since I've seen that little head bop says i'm like i've been doing this all right. my life and i'm like where's this from i'm like oh <laughs> drew barrymore so i owe a lot of my quirks and personalities to drew barrymore i uh, would yeah i would probably have to say i do too like yeah. uh just especially like watching her like when she like was uh a lot younger in like yes. her younger movies like just like her like little like i mean little mannerisms yeah and talking that imaginary yeah. strand of hair behind my ear but i don't have like, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all of it. I'm, do, I'm doing all the things. And then we have the end of the movie, and then we get the bloopers. And that is Charlie's the Angels Full Throttle. Now open your phone again so I can ask my final questions. <laughs> Holding. Please hold. Okay, let's see. Okay, okay. So any standout moments during this movie? Um, honestly, like, really, um, I'm sorry. I'm sounding stupid right now. Take your time. Gotta sound. Gotta sound dumb on the podcast. 
podcast. You know, smooth, only place to be dumb. Smooth brain hours only. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, it was treasure chest for me like the treasure chest one but also like the writing bowl like i know that's okay, like yes. very beginning of the movie but like just if you like it you like literally it. literally cameron diaz just in that little like snow that outfit, snow outfit with the boots and the jacket with her little pigtails and the puffs and jacket like the, the while your scene did something for you that like that did something that, that ha- that's been a mental note in my mind for my entire childhood rent free literally rent free mm. like not Squatting, literally squatting. squatting, just in there <laughs> at all times. Just uh, mm. um, also like the poses for me, the fucking yes. MC Hammer dance break for literally, me, like that, like um, fucking like also like Pink that I forgot yes. about the cameos. Like, yeah, the cameo. So great. Carrie Fisher, like Carrie Hart, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy at the end. Like, come on. Yeah, come I on. I forgot about Melissa McCarthy. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Art direction. Did you art? Did you agree with it? Any choices that that like like you wouldn't make? Any ones that you would that you would sub in? Like, how'd you feel about the overall? Oh, art like, direction? Uh, I honestly, I think they chose like the perfect actors for them. Film, yeah. Like literally, I think those. Those three actresses just were able to just like give so much depth to those characters um in their own like special way. Like I like that movie's just so it's like a, it's, it's a good so movie. well done. The first and second one. I just really love Phenomenal. Yeah. So good. I really wish they like brought them back like and they did see I'm not talking about actor. that later one. <laughs> We're not doing that on this show. Uh Okay, so um, I know you said uh, your favorite cameo was Carrie Fisher. Uh, what cameo would you have liked to have at it? Who else would you have thrown in that movie? Oh, um, honestly, like, like if they were to like kind of like remake the movie like today, again, yeah, like I would probably say, I would probably say like throw in like the um, like original cast members again, like okay, I, like. Yeah, I would probably say just like kind of have like the original angels, or like, okay. or even do like this cool thing where like old angels meets like those angels, and then they're like reintroducing like newer angels. Like you know what I mean? They're like yeah. passing the torch, and it's just it's like, like this, like the, exactly okay. like this whole like this whole generation of just like I like that idea. Yeah, you know, like I feel like we'll just we'll ignore the it's last fine. one. Yeah. No, we'll just wipe. Clean slate. Forgotten. Clean slate. Clean slate. <laughs> Just blank space. Blank um, space. <laughs> all right. Your name. Which brings me to my casting. Uh, I'm having Taylor Swift in the in the in the, in the Natalie role. Tam- Cameron okay. role. I'm having Lana Condor in the Alex role. Okay. And I'm having um, Tanashi in the Dylan role. Okay. I so, I will and my Charlie is Charlie XCX. Of course, I of course you saw that coming. You knew. I knew. And my Bosley is gonna be Lana Del Rey. <laughs> I would love that. And That's... my she villain is uh Kim Petroleum. <laughs> Who? Kim Petroleum. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's um, my villain. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Yes. I'm gonna say throw it. Margot Robbie. Whoa. Or, or the Natalie role. Okay. <laughs> um, I would probably say like for Lucy Liu's role, 
Like you need someone that's just like Oh Tanashi, honestly, she could do it. Too. I would say I would also do I kinda wanna see um Kravitz oh gosh, do Kravitz. What's her name? Um Zoe Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz would mm-hmm. do it as well. Oh she would do it. So good. Yeah. Um on I would see I would like to see Zoe Kravitz as the Dylan. Okay. As like her take on like the edgier, like more punky one. Yeah. And then as for like the because Al- the Alex role was just very like I think athletic and very like athletic combaty, sporty, fighting. Very and intellectual. Like, yes. I mean, of course they all have their own intelligence, yeah. but hers is very like academic. Like yes. and I would probably have to say like um and just like athletic too, like the, the very because you're doing a uh, gymnastics in the package. Yeah. Ah, uh, this is gonna make me think for a second. We'll circle back. Okay. I, no, like I, it's <laughs> right on the tip of my tongue. Like, oh no! Come on, tongue tip. Ah. Oh, what's my? Um. Fuck it. Okay, I'm, I'm just gonna we'll circle back. I'm gonna say Rihanna. I'm just. I love it. Just fucking. Let's do it. Let's fucking do Rihanna. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Alex, any final thoughts? Final thoughts. <laughs> um bring nudity get get the get them naked remake okay. it get them all naked that's okay. all i ask not even not even the angels just the, just the hot men that men. they literally just naked get, men okay naked men and Damn. and if you want to show tits would love your that. choice your body uh, that your choice literally unless you're a man alex <laughs> where can we find you <laughs> you can find me in any local back alley scrounging through the dumpsters from 1 a.m. to 2 p.m. at your local TGI Fridays in Apple. Oh my god. <laughs> Bye. I'm kidding. You can you can find me on like I don't know. I don't I don't do the TikTok. I mean I do have TikTok, but I don't like do TikTok, you know what I mean? But you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Focat, F-E-A-U-X-C-A-T. Wow. Um, that's, yeah, I, that's really it. Like, if you want to give me some love to those places, I will always appreciate the support. And if you want to say some weird shit to me, I may or may not answer it. Depended. <laughs> I, you know me. It's just, I should, I, I choose to answer some messages at my own at my own time. At your own discretion. Exactly. Exactly. Own discretion, own timeline, whatever you want to call it. Okay, guys. So go watch this movie. Go follow Alex. Please, please watch this. Please leave me five stars and share this podcast with a friend. And clam juice is nasty. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>